0: Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Thank you for joining us. In recent weeks, we have discussed special purpose acquisition companies, commonly referred to as SPACs, S-P-A-C-S, SPACs and memes any stock that is actively promoted online, and we considered them as investments. You may recall that SPACs are used as a means of taking a private company public. The SPAC itself is a shell company. It doesn't own anything. It raises money by issuing shares to the public. It then uses that money to buy a private company, and the two are combined or merged. The owners own that company that was previously private. This avoids the initial public offering process, which requires a great deal of information and projections about the private company. It streamlines, makes easier, going public process. This is not allowed by IPO rules. It's allowed by SPAC rules. SPACs have been criticized By some analysts who complain that SPAC creators use the process to enrich themselves at the expense of investors by leaving out important information, this adds to the risk of SPAC investing. You may also recall that meme investors often make investing decisions without considering the fundamentals or the basics of a good investment. This, too, is risky. We previously discussed DraftKings, the sports betting company, as an example of a SPAC that worked well for investors. DraftKings is considered a leader in the sports betting world. It has partnerships with the National Football League, the National Basketball League, and the Pro Golfers Association. Sports gambling has been legalized in 30 states, and that number may increase as states look to taxing sports gambling as a means of raising revenue. The COVID vaccine and the decline in new cases were also good news for sports gambling companies as teams are now able to play and gamblers have more betting opportunities. DraftKings was a profitable investment for many as it experienced significant stock price appreciation. So... What could go wrong? Well, DraftKings caught the attention of Hindenburg Research, which is an investment research firm that focuses on fraud and malfeasance. Hindenburg reported that DraftKings gambling technology subsidiary, SB Tech, has been operating operating in countries that ban sports betting. If true, That is illegal. SB Tech counts for approximately 25% of DraftKings revenue. That is a significant percentage. Let's emphasize that DraftKings has denied the allegations and the Wall Street Journal has been unable to independently confirm the reports. Also important is that there are reports indicating that Hindenburg has shorted DraftKings stock. You may recall from our recent discussion of short selling that short selling involves an investor called a short seller, in this case Hindenburg, who predicts that the target's stock price, in this case DraftKings, will fall. Remember the memes and GameStop? The short seller makes an agreement to sell the target stock before buying it. The only way the short seller makes a profit is if the stock price falls often, but not always, short selling does make the stock price fall. Where does this leave DraftKings stockholders? Well, this type of allegation should not be difficult to confirm or deny. Ultimately, it will be resolved. But in the last three months, DraftKings stock price has declined by about 30%. In recent days, it continues, to suffer losses. To further complicate matters, individual investors who communicate via social media and through Wall Street bets are reportedly interested in DraftKings, and it is now being labeled a meme stock. You may remember that individual investors who invest in memes, they're often called memes. They buy stocks purposely that have been shorted, and they take efforts to promote rising stock prices of what other companies shorted. As I said, remember the GameStop situation. GameStop's stock became highly volatile, and some investors made a lot of money, and some lost a lot. The bottom line is that DraftKings was brought to the public through a SPAC, and that has risks. It is now being promoted on social media, so it is also becoming a meme, and that adds risk. Keep in mind, if you own or are considering buying DraftKings stock, these factors. It was doing very well, but now it may be caught in the middle of a tug of war between short sellers and memes. As I said, this creates a volatile situation and you can expect price swings. Remember, wide price swings can bring about both gains and losses. In the interest of full disclosure, I owned DraftKings stock, but sold it before the fraud allegations arose. I had a quick short-term gain and decided to sell. The moral of the story for me, what I learned, is if you own a stock that is risky, and DraftKings had risk as a SPAC and as a new company, both SPACs and memes have risks, maybe substantial. So the moral of the story, what I learned is take your profits when they are available on risky investments. This situation also illustrates the importance of having an emergency fund and diversifying. Almost every week, I stress the importance of having an emergency fund. This week is no different. The emergency fund provides you with an easy way to reach money, in the event you have a problem or an emergency. Having this fund should give you reassurance if you decide to take on increased risk in the pursuit of increased gains. Another confidence builder is owning safer investments before taking on the riskier ones. Diversification provides a degree of protection for those who own some riskier companies. Let's talk about two companies that are considered safer investments yet offer good prospects. First, Algonquin Power and and Utilities, symbol AQM. This is a Canadian company whose stock is traded on both the Toronto and the New York Stock Exchanges. It is a renewable power and utility company. Its regulated segments sell natural gas, electricity and water. The significance of regulation is that it provides a guarantee of profits. Its unregulated businesses include wind, solar, hydro, and thermal power. It has an interest in 735 clean energy facilities. Clearly, it is well-positioned to profit from the trend toward renewable energy. It has more than 1 million customers In both the United States and Canada. Ninety percent of its renewable and clean energy facilities are under rank that include inflation protection, smart move by this company. All of these factors contribute to to Algonquin's stable cash flow, pays a dividend yield of four point two percent based on today's prices, which is approximately fifteen or sixteen dollars per share. It has increased its dividend every year since 2011. Its dividend growth rate is 9.8%, almost 10% for the last 10 years. Very significant. Its beta is 0.2, which indicates it has a very low price risk. Personally, I feel good about this company. And for full disclosure, I own shares. Another company that is well-suited for a diversified portfolio is Oracle Corporation. It's a large company. It is the world's largest data management company and has more than 430,000 customers in 175 countries. It has been in business since 1977, although it went public in 1986. It provides data-based software, cloud engineering systems, and enterprise software products. Oracle owns the world's first and only autonomous database and has the industry's deepest suite of cloud applications. It owns more than 18,000 patents. It is competing with Amazon, Microsoft, and Google in the cloud business, but it is a tough competitor. Its clients don't have to build their own data centers, which means they don't have to buy servers, storage, and networking equipment. Clients can increase or decrease their services based on their needs. In other words, what is provided by Oracle is cheaper than buying, and that encourages them gaining customers. Oracle has reinvented itself, and within three years, it expects to be primarily a cloud company. This shift is justified by the fact that almost every major company has shifted to cloud services. Financially, Oracle is on solid ground. It has $36 billion of cash. Its price earnings ratio is under 20, while its forward PE is 14. Its beta is a safe 078 Based on today's stock price, which is in the low 70s, its dividend yield is 1.57% and it has increased its dividend every year since 2013. The reason its yield is only approximately 1.5% is because stock price has gone up. But Oracle continues to grow its dividend. Its dividend growth rate is 16.4% over the last 10 years, that is very significant. To summarize, Oracle addresses all aspects of information technology, application, hardware, support services, education services, and as we said, it is moving into the cloud business. You can call Oracle a giant of a software company, yet the market has not fully recognized its significant potential. It is very well positioned to compete in tomorrow's technological world. Full disclosure, I own shares of this fine company. Let's complete the circle of this discussion and sum up. SPACs and memes are attractive to some investors, especially young investors. These companies can be exciting And they provide the potential for significant profits. But they come with significant risk. And anyone investing in a SPAC or a meme should be aware of the risks. Should also be aware of the situation where a company is both a SPAC and a meme, such as DraftKings. I'm not advocating investing in these companies. But if you do. Remember the emergency fund, and please diversify your investments. The purpose of diversification is to spread your money among a number of investments, which means if one doesn't do well, another or others still have the opportunity to do well. And investing in companies that are relatively cautious, while investing in those with more risk, is a good practice. Being cautious with some investments can actually justify pursuing the riskier ones that may produce more substantial profits. Consider taking advantage of the opportunities that are available by investing in the lower-risk companies that have excellent potential. Both of the companies we spoke about today, I believe, fall into this category. That completes our show for today. Until the next time, stay calm, be thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.